You're listening to From Silence, Something to Say, a podcast dedicated to finding the wisdom that we need to lead a more flourishing life. I'm Father Rob Lord. Welcome to this podcast, episode number 11. We are at the beginning of the season of Lent. I want to share with you a story that has helped me to reframe the season of Lent in a way that is much more grounded and much more powerful for me. According to a legend of one of the ancient desert monks, a disciple approached an elder and asked, Holy One, is there anything I can do to make myself enlightened? The teacher replied, as little as you can do to make the sun rise in the morning. The surprised disciple asked, then of what use are the spiritual exercises and disciplines that you prescribe? And the teacher responded, to make sure that you're not asleep when the sun begins to rise. Often when we begin the season of Lent, we consider what it is that we're going to give up, to let go of. I wonder what it would be like if we were to say, I've given up being inattentive. I've given up being inattentive for the season of Lent. Perhaps Lent is about becoming more aware through daily attentiveness being mindful to the reality that we're created from the dust as living spirits, that we are enough, that everything we need and long for is already ours in Christ. One of the questions that I pray during the season of Lent, and I've done this for a couple of years, is this question, Lord, show me what I'm missing. Lord, show me what I'm missing. The influential French writer Simon Weil believed that attention is the very heart of prayer. And her French forebear, Blaise Pascal, also felt that inattention is the greatest enemy of the spiritual life. Let me say that again. Inattention is the greatest enemy of the spiritual life. I find that to be a constant challenge in the culture in which we are living. It's as if we have a spiritual attention deficit disorder by all the distractions that come our way and bury that deep inner longing that we have for God and for our true selves. It's as if we hide from this longing. Spiritual inattentiveness comes in large part of our fear of being fully known known for who we really are. And so we keep ourselves busy and distracted. We are concerned that if we slow down and if we are still, if we find some solitude, we may look inside of us and find there's very little there. I think that's the part of the journey that we must pay attention to, our longing. We also focus during the season of Lent on our shadow and our sinful behavior. And sin, as Augustine defined it, was to be incorvatus and say, curved in on oneself. Isn't that, isn't that a great description? Curved in on oneself. 
In a certain way, sin can be described as anything that destroys this attention. I love the way that the prayer book frames the season of Lent by inviting us to keep a holy Lent through self-examination and other practices. Self-examination is really the only way we can see what is beneath the surface of our lives. I return often during the season of Lent to this wonderful tool that helps us see the truth, the Enneagram. It's a sacred map that helps identify our unconscious and subconscious motivations. It circles around nine principal types of human nature, and your Enneagram number reveals your path of transformation and healing, and it also reveals your path of disintegration when you are not living an attentive life. See, that's what contemplative prayer does. It dismantles our unconscious compulsions for power and affection and esteem and allows the Holy Spirit to flow more freely through us and to help us heal our loved ones and our community. But I want to leave you with this one thought. Always remember this one thought from the teaching of Jesus. In his most powerful story, the parable of the prodigal son, We learn that this son who demanded his inheritance and went off and lived it, uh, a life of just complete disarray and spending all of his money in worthless pursuits, and the father longing for his son to return. In that image, it's important to realize that that prodigal child was always a son of his father. It never changed. It's just that he was completely unaware of the gifts and the healing and the power and the beauty and wonder of his relationship with his father. And the elder son in the parable, who was the dutiful son, always working hard and wouldn't enter into the celebration. And God the Father says to him, My son, everything I have is already yours. Both of these sons were prodigal in their own way, but they were always the children of their father. I find this a reframing of Lent, to see it as about paying attention and removing the blinders of our illusory life and self-fulfillment in order to feast on the life that is already ours in Jesus us to say that God turns away from the sinful is like saying that the sun hides itself from the blind. Well, I hope that you are encouraged to explore this season of Lent. Perhaps maybe it would require a digital minimalism. Maybe it's time to pull back from social media. That's one thing that I'm going to do this Lent. I'll be using it very minimally. And then I want to expand and enlarge my experience of creation. The creation is where I see God at work as well, just to walk, just to spend time looking at the water flowing through a wonderful lake or at the ocean or in the sky, just spending time quietly alone in God's creation can bring such restoration to our soul. So during this season of Lent, let's live it out. Let's become present to ourselves by creating space in our hearts to see and know who we truly are in God, to find practical ways we can claim and 
reclaim our true identity in God and to cultivate an inward presence and attentiveness to God in solitude and silence and contemplative prayer. I'd like to close with a wonderful prayer written by Father Henry Nouwen. God who is with me, help me to be here with you as you are here with me right now. I do not need to be anywhere else, anyone else, nor do I need anything else to be more fully with you. Open these ears that you've given me to hear the sounds that are really around me. Open these eyes that you've given me to see this moment as it actually is. And as you teach me to see and hear this life that you have so generously gifted to me, may I offer that kind of attentive presence to those with whom my path crosses. As I find myself here with you, show me how to recognize your presence here with my brothers and sisters, so that this longing that is so deep within us can be touched, that we may be one as you are one. Amen. God bless you, my friends, ever with you on this journey. <laughs>